Hello everybody, how are y'all doing? We are back for another week of the Forever Curious podcast. This week was at the request of a listener who wanted to know more about a couple of her favorite country artists. We're going to start out the week talking about Waylon Jennings. Waylon Arnold Jennings was an American singer, songwriter, and musician. In 1958, Buddy Holly arranged Jennings' first recording session and hired him to play bass. Jennings gave up his seat on the ill-fated flight in the 1959 crash that killed Buddy Holly, J.P. the Big Bopper Richardson, and Richie Valens. During the 1970s, Jennings was instrumental in the inception of the outlaw country movement and recorded country music's first platinum album, Wanted, The Outlaws with Willie Nelson, Tom Glazer, and Jesse Coulter. Jennings began playing guitar at 8 and began performing at 12 on KVOW Radio, after which he formed his first band, the Texas Longhorns. Jennings left high school at 16, determined to become a musician, and bounced around as a performer and DJ on KVOW, KDAV, KYTI, and KLLL in Coolidge, Arizona, and Phoenix. He formed a rockabilly club band, The Waylands, and enjoyed a residency at JD's, a club in Scottsdale, Arizona. He recorded for independent label Trend Records and A&M Records, but did not achieve success until moving to RCA Victor, taking on Neil Reshin as manager, who negotiated significantly better touring and recording contracts for him. After finally wrestling creative control from RCA Victor, his career turning point became the critically acclaimed albums Lonesome, Henri and Mean, and Honky Tonk Heroes, followed by hit albums Dreaming My Dreams, as well as Are You Ready for the Country. In 1976's album Certified Wanted the Outlaws was followed by Ole Whalen and this hit song Luckenbach, Texas. Jennings was featured in the 1978 album White Mansions, performed by various artists documenting the lives of people in the Confederacy during the Civil War. The songs on the album were written by Paul Kennerly. Jennings also appeared in films and television series, including Sesame Street and a stint as the balladeer for the Dukes of Hazard, composing and singing the show's theme song and providing narration for the show. By the early 1980s, Jennings was struggling with a cocaine addiction, which he overcame in 1984. Later, he joined the country's supergroup The Highwaymen with Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, and Johnny Cash, which released three albums between 1985 and 95. During that period, Jennings released the successful album Will the Wolf Survive? He toured less after 1997 to spend more time with his family. Between 1999 and 2001, his appearances were limited by health problems. In 2001, he was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, which he chose not to attend. On February 13, 2002, Jennings died from complications of diabetes. In 2007, he was posthumously awarded the Cliffy Stone Pioneer Award by the Academy of Country Music. Waylon was born on June 15, 1937, on the G.W. Bittner Farm near Littlefield, Texas. The Jennings family line descended from Irish and Black Dutch. Meanwhile, the Shipley family moved from Tennessee and settled in Texas. The Shipley line descended from Cherokee and Comanche families. The name on his birth certificate was Wayland, meaning land by the highway. His name was changed after a Baptist preacher visited Jennings' parents and congratulated his mother for naming him after the Wayland Baptist University in Plainview, Texas. Lorraine Jennings, who had been unaware of the college, changed the spelling to Wayland. Jennings later expressed in his autobiography, I didn't like Waylon. It sounded corny and hillbilly, but it's been good to me, and I'm pretty well at peace with it right now. After working as a laborer on the Bittner farm, Jennings' father moved the family to Littlefield and established a retail creamery. Jennings' music was characterized by his powerful singing voice and noted by his rough-edged quality, as well as his phrasing and texture. He was also recognized for his spanky twang guitar style. To create his sound, he used a pronounced phaser effect, plus a mixture of thumb and fingers during the rhythmic parts while using picks for the lead runs. He combined hammer-on and pull-off riffs with eventual upper-fret double stops and modulation effects. Jennings played a 1953 Fender Telecaster, a used guitar that was a gift from the Whalers. 
Jennings' bandmates adorned his guitar with a distinctive leather cover that featured a black background with a white floral work. Jennings further customized it by filing down the frets to lower the strings on the neck to obtain the slapping sound. Among other guitars, Jennings used a 1950 Fender Broadcaster from the mid-1970s, until he gave it to guitarist Reggie Young in 1993. The leather covers of his guitar were carved by leather artist Terry Langford. His signature image was characterized by his long hair and beard, as well as his black hat and black leather vest he wore during his appearances. Jennings was married four times and had six children. He was first married to Maxine Carol Lawrence in 1958 at age 18, with whom he had four children. Terry Vance Jennings, Julia Ray Jennings, Buddy Dean Jennings, and Deanna Jennings. He married again on December 10, 1962 to Lynn Jones, adopting a child, Tommy Lynn. They divorced in 1967. He next married Barbara Elizabeth Rood in 1967. He composed the song, this time, about the trials and tribulations of his marriages and divorces. He married for the fourth and final time in Phoenix, Arizona on October 26, 1969 to Jesse Coulter. Coulter and Jennings had one son, Waylon Albright Jennings, a.k.a. Shooter Jennings. Coulter had one daughter, Jennifer, from her previous marriage to Dwayne Eddy. In the early 1980s, Coulter and Jennings nearly divorced due to his addiction to drugs and other forms of substance abuse. However, they remained together until his death in 2002. In 1997, he gave up touring to be closer to his family. To set an example about the importance of education to his son, Waylon Albright, Jennings earned a GED at age 52. Waylon Jennings' grandson, Will Harness, better known as Struggle Jennings, is an American hip-hop recording artist from Nashville, Tennessee, Westside, a neighborhood called The Nations. His grandson, Way Jennings, performs original American country music and does a Waylon rendition in music venues and saloons across the United States. He is from Grand Prairie, Texas, and is the son of Waylon's oldest child, author Terry Jennings. Jennings started to consume amphetamines while he lived with Johnny Cash during the mid-1960s. He later stated, pills were the artificial energy on which Nashville ran around the clock. In 1977, Jennings was arrested by federal agents for conspiracy and possession of cocaine with intent to distribute. A private courier warned the DEA about the package sent to Jennings by a New York colleague that contained 27 grams of cocaine. The DEA and the police searched Jennings' recording studio. They found no evidence because while they were waiting for a search warrant, Jennings disposed of the cocaine. The charges were later dropped and Jennings was released. The episode was recounted in Jennings' song, Don't You Think This Outlaw Bit's Done Got Out of Hand. During the early 1980s, his cocaine addiction intensified. Jennings claimed to have spent $1,500 a day on the habit, draining his personal finances and leaving him bankrupt with debt up to $2.5 million. Though he insisted on repaying the debt and did additional tours to earn the funds, his work became less focused and his tours deteriorated. Jennings decided to quit his addictions, leased a home in the Phoenix area, and spent a month detoxifying himself intending to start using cocaine again in a more controlled fashion afterwards. In 1984, he just quit cocaine. June Carter Cash held his recovery anniversary party at her Old Hickory Lake residence near Nashville. Jennings claimed that his son, Shooter, was the main inspiration to quit permanently. Jennings' health had been deteriorating for years before his death. After quitting cocaine, he ended his habit of smoking six packs of cigarettes daily in 1988. The same year, he underwent heart bypass surgery. By 2000, his diabetes worsened, and the pain reduced his mobility, forcing Jennings to end most touring. Later the same year, he underwent surgery to improve his leg circulation. In December 2001, his left foot was amputated at a hospital in Phoenix. On February 13, 2002, Jennings died in his sleep of diabetic complications at the age of 64 in Chandler, Arizona. He was buried in the city of Mesa Cemetery in Mesa, Arizona. 
At the funeral ceremony on February 15th, Jesse Coulter sang Storms Never Last for the attendees, who included Jennings' close friends and fellow musicians. Jennings' music had a major influence on several neo-traditionalist and alternative country artists, including Hank Williams Jr., the Marshall Tucker Band, Travis Tritt, Steve Earle, Jamie Johnson, John Anderson, and his son, Shooter Jennings, Sturgill Simpson, and Hank Williams III. In 2008, his first posthumous album, Wayland Forever, was released. The album consisted of songs recorded with his son Shooter when he was 16. In 2012, Wayland, The Music Inside, a three-deep volume project consisting of covers of Jennings' songs by different artists, was released. The same year, it was announced for September the release of Going Down Rockin', The Last Recordings, a set of 12 songs recorded by Jennings and bassist Robbie Turner before his death in 2002. Jennings' family was reluctant to release any new material because they did not feel comfortable at the time. The songs only featured Jennings and Turner on the bass, while further accompaniment would be added later. Ten years after, Turner completed the recordings with the help of former Whalers. The Jennings family approved the release despite the launch of a new business focused on his estate. Shooter Jennings arranged deals for a clothing line while also launching a renewed website and started talks with different producers about the making of a biographical film. And that'll do it for us on episode 11 and Waylon Jennings. If you have any topics for future shows, please let me know. I love hearing what other people are interested in. If you have any feedback on how we can make the show better or just want to chat, feel free to shoot us an email to theforevercuriouspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Forever Curious Podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and we'll see you on the next episode.